L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a lovely Monday here in Pittsburgh after a little wetness this morning and last yeah, night. Yeah, beautiful things day. Are, things are looking up here. The Steelers breaking camp after, uh, well, actually before uh, their game Saturday night in Jacksonville. Uh, they were back on the south side and at it today. Those practices are closed yeah, right, to, right. Uh, to fans. So You were there, though. Actually, I took the day off today. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was given wow. the day off. You know, after 27 straight days of work. <laughs> uh, day off? Yeah, wow. I flew back from uh, Jacksonville yesterday, and mm-hmm. I looked at the schedule, and Dale's off today. Well, I'm off Great. at DK Pittsburgh Sports, but I'm not off here. No, right. You're still working, and I'm sure you'll yeah. do some other things. And, you know, Still looking at some related. stuff and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, digesting what happened in that game on Saturday night. And, uh, well, uh, let's look at the, the good and the bad uh, from that game, Matt. There's some extremes of both. There are some extremes of both. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a show today, and they were it was a fantasy football show. Okay. And they were talking about um, the Steelers wide receivers. And I don't know what we should do with these Steelers wide receivers because that, that quarterback position is so unsettled and we don't know what's going to happen. I'm at the point now where I don't care which of the quarterbacks starts because all three of them have performed well in this preseason. 100% agree. I mean, I would still vote for Trubisky. And I'm As would I. Sh- and I'm shocked that I'm even considering elsewhere, you know, anything other than that. Pickett's been that impressive. Um, I think Pickett versus Rudolph for number two is a is a conversation as well. Um, I'm, but to reiterate what you said, all three have been really good. Watch know? some of these other preseason games. Oh man, <laughs> see what Brutal. bad you can see what bad quarterbacking looks like. Did no, you see 100%. Josh Rosen yesterday? No, six of twenty. Really, <laughs> poor, poor Matt Corral, another rookie who's I mean, been really bad. There's some really you know, bad Rod, quarterbacking yeah. going on, and this it's not happening for the Steelers. I think all three guys, and you you heard Mike Tomlin when he was asked about it Saturday night, talking about that. You know. Um, you know, he 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 didn't he, he really didn't want to say anything about uh, Mitch Trubisky's performance because the offensive line wasn't very good in front of him. No, um, but he still moved the team. I thought but, Mitch was as impressive as any of them. Absolutely, he had no no blocking. I mean, his I thought his blocking was really poor, and he made a lot of out of structure plays. You know, I mean, his athleticism, his experience, and this experience thing is important. Um, showed, you know, that he can, 
and do things when the play breaks down and, and how things worked in that in that capacity. Where Kenny was great, but he was on script, you know, boom, and nails in them. You yeah. know, the, the, the plays were kind of run as designed a little more. And I do want to throw this out there before we get real far. I mean, you're sure I'm sure you're aware of this, but the Steelers ran 22 plays in the first half. Yeah, you, you know, so those two guys we just mentioned combined to play 22 <laughs> plays, and I think Kenny played nine or ten. Yeah, so they were great, and again, I'm really happy with all three quarterbacks. But 22 snaps between the two of them—not enough. Let's not get a Canton jacket for either one of them quite yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at the total picture here yeah. of the first two preseason games, and I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the Steelers' quarterback situation. I am too. To the point where, okay, I, I think it will be better than it was last year. I do too. I, I absolutely do. We're not here talking Again, fantasy. not bashing Ben Roethlisberger no, no, or anything. but yeah. he had to play a certain way, and yeah. you know that would Ben would have got sacked six times in that first half. He was playing like Pickett in the two minutes roll at the end of the half. Was more Roethlisberger like mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, it had that feel. Just to it, catch you know? the ball, get rid of it. Catch the ball, get rid of it. Catch the ball, get rid of it. Yep. Um, that doesn't and mean they he, practiced he didn't that make, a lot. Yeah, doesn't know? mean he didn't make the plays. Of course. Uh, but some of the plays that Trubisky made off script, there was, uh, and even the one that he missed, and I didn't even blame him as much on it, the deep ball to Deontay Johnson. Johnson tripped. Oh, did on, he? I'll yeah. have to watch that again. Okay. If you watch it, I'm watching it from the press box, and it was there. He led him. And... He led him, and, and Johnson had a chance to run under the football, and he mm-hmm. tripped about four steps before he got to the ball. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that's a touchdown. Okay. Hey, you're, you're, the, the way you opened the show about I'd be hesitant to draft Steeler pass catchers because of the quarterback, I don't agree with that at all. No. I mean, I thought Deontay I, looked great. And Fryermuth <laughs> looked great. Claypool looks really good. We know Pickens is a star in the making. So whoever is the quarterback, and I do very much think it's going to be Trubisky, and that would be my vote as well. Um, I that's not what's going to trip up this offense to me. No, no. <laughs> and, and I also think that I, I mean I'd like to see what this offense looks like with Najee Harris in the backfield as well, because no some of the runs that they attempted to make in the first half of that game um, with Benny Snell, I'm sorry, but a real. A, a true star running back mm-hmm. gets some yardage out of those things, whereas he he yeah. couldn't get to you know he just he didn't have any burst. Right, I would even like to see Warren get the opening snaps. Yeah. You know, yeah. Snell is going to make the team. He has a role. He looks a little bit better. He's find a way in the end zone. He makes special teams plays, which is the key. Yeah, but I kind of felt like. Especially with McFarland, I felt like they almost kept him out on purpose to some degree. Like, yeah. let's not let's let the not, Bengals show that, see yeah. him yet because yeah. he's a different wrinkle that we haven't had. And Warren, I think the cat's out of the bag, but I thought, thought it was kind of a seniority thing that, you know, let's Snell start the game. Yeah, know? because that's not what we had seen in Thursday's practice. Right. I, Warren's ahead of him on the depth chart. Yes. You know, whether, yeah. they, whether they list it that way or, or not. not. Yeah. Right. Uh, if Najee were to. Pull a hamstring and not play in week one, Warren would be the leading ball carrier. Yeah. I mean, you believe that, right? I do. Yeah. I, I do. Um, you know, I thought the pass catchers were good. Um, I Ty- think they just look good. Tyler Vaughn's is, is yeah. two games in a row now where he's made plays down the stretch. And I understand it's against the other team's third and fourth, no doubt. fourth string guys, but he just keeps making plays. And he did that throughout training camp, mm-hmm. kind of under the radar, like, okay, there's Tyler Vaughn's making a nice catch. That's nice. You know. But you're, you know, so much about the other guys, it's just like, you know, you kind of forget about it. But mm-hmm. he, he's got something there. There's there's a little something there. Like, I hope he's a practice squad guy yeah. and you get a crack at him. And who knows how the season goes. They may have to call him up at some point. But maybe he gets in the mix next year or who knows. But, yeah, he's a find. 
Yeah, he makes yeah. plays. He makes plays. He makes right. plays. Right. Um, you know, other than that, offensively. To it, me, the O-line was just dreadful. It was and, awful. And, yeah. and, I mean, as bad as you're going to see, it, it was as bad as Rosen playing quarterback, you know, for the yeah. Browns or whatever. So, everything, that's the anchor right now. Like, I don't think you and I think that this team is going to pick in the top five of the draft. But if they end up being a five or six win team, I think you and I are going to say, boy, it was really hard to evaluate Najee. It was really hard to evaluate Trubisky. Pick it. See, I think you could cover up if it gets that bad. I've seen this. Like, the the 2008 offensive line was not good. No. There's been bad ones. You're right. But the Steelers made up for it by being good at the skill positions and having a mobile quarterback. And I think and I think in addition to that, yeah, and I think mask some of this. like when 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 Mason Rudolph was out there, they were having trouble blocking for him early in the second half. So what did they do? They were like four straight plays where they rolled the pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that kind of slowed the pass rush down a little bit, and then they were able to function. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you can do some things with these quarterbacks in particular, even Rudolph, if if you know need be hundred percent that. You can do some things and, and throw on the run and make things happen that way that, that kind of slows down that pass rush. That's what people, I think, need to understand about this. They did a little bit of game planning. A little bit, For right, this game right, against right. the Jaguars, who have a – I mean, they've got four high picks, high draft picks on their defensive front. I'm, I'm not, not making excuses I'm for not, the O-line, yeah. but I think the Jags' defensive front, including their linebackers, is going to be very good. I think it will too, yeah. And they have a lot invested see how they're in building. there. I mean, they have first-round picks galore – all new linebackers, a lot of money invested. But that's what you're going to see every week. Right, that's what you, you know, expect to see. That's an NFL front seven. But I think if you scheme it up knowing that, okay, these guys are really good up front, we're mm-hmm. going to scheme up more rollouts and, and misdirection and things of that nature to take advantage yep. of that, I think it looks a little bit better. I'm not saying it, 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 right. that guys still don't get beat, but I think it does look somewhat better uh, You know, if you do start scheming some things up here. Uh, because that's what they did in the second half, and that's you know kind of slowed some things down for Mason Rudolph. Rudolph was seventeen to twenty-one in that oh, second I half. Yeah, I mean right. he, he played very well. He was he was he's the overlooked guy, of course. Once again, yeah. Right. But I thought you know he, I, I hate to say he's the biggest winner of the quarterbacks in the preseason. Well, he's the one that's being sold shortest. That's for sure. I mean he's he's done nothing wrong at this he's point. He's done nothing wrong. I mean he looks a hundred times. You know, think back to two years ago, and Mason mm-hmm. Rudolph. You're like. Yeah, okay, but he looks like a legitimate NFL quarterback. I 100% agree, and uh, I, I think he's obviously the third most valuable guy. I, I wouldn't have a problem, though, if he is the true number two on week one. You know, I, that would make sense to me. That's kind of been the plan all along. I, I think he's done enough that maybe another team might give you a little more than we thought for him, but I'm not giving him away for a sixth or seventh round pick. No, just no, to get Nick Mullins got traded today. Um, I'd rather Rudolph. Yeah, I would too. Right. Uh, Minnesota traded him for, uh, got him for a conditional draft pick. I'm not interested in a conditional draft pick. They got a conditional seventh next year. Next year, I think he has to make the team. Yeah. So basically, they were telling him we're cutting this dude. Yeah, this is a guy we're yeah. not going to have around. So we'll if you seven. cut him, you know, so okay. If you don't cut him, we get a seventh round draft pick. I'm not interested in that for Mason Rudolph. Not even close for that. No. If you want to say give me a fifth next year, now we're having a conversation. Yeah. You know, but he has value. Uh, he's played well. And nobody seems to recognize that. But the other two are more exciting. Yeah. Oh, no, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah, those yeah, are the yeah. two guys that they've kind of hitched their wagon to uh, to a large degree. Um, defensively, uh, 
you know, I, I thought I thought there were some good and bad defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were times where they stopped the run pretty well. There were other times where they didn't, yeah. which is going to happen. Right, right, right. Um, again, you're not scheming up anything. I thought Terrell Edmonds had a, had a strong game. I think he's been really good lately in yeah. general. Yeah. I thought KZ was really good. I, they got to yep. figure out ways to get those three safeties on the field together. I think they're going to play a lot together. Yeah. I mean, their base might be big nickel, you know, yeah. with, with especially considering the uncertainty at linebacker besides Jack. Um, yeah, I, I think there's a handful of those. To- L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Defensive players, Liao, I know it was late in games, yeah. too. There was a handful of those guys that really shined and i think the safety trio is going to be one of the strengths of the defense i think it might be uh, i can you know i i know baltimore has a good one mm-hmm. uh in terms of having three guys one of them's a, a rookie right, right right you know but he was a high drafted rookie uh there aren't many, there aren't many teams tr- with like three brands there aren't many guys. three yeah right, three right. teams with three good safeties like that yeah buffalo green bay have a great pairing but yeah. i'm not even positive who their third is because he never plays yeah. you know, right they don't invest in a third one no i, I think this gives them a new wrinkle um, I thought there were a lot of stand, you know, strong performances on defense. I, I didn't have much qualms with the defense. No, I didn't and, either. People were, were losing their minds early. They hit the, the Jaguars hit a couple of runs. Oh, this defensive line stinks again. I'm like, let it, yeah. let you know. You see so much, and I, we do a live file on on uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports, so I see all the comments on there as the game goes on. Mm. And typically, as soon as some one bad thing happens. Ah, cut them all. This, this is here we go again with this stuff. Like, settle down, settle down. Watch the yeah. game. Let me let's see what it is when when the you know the, everything is uh, set, all is said and done here. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, you know I look at the stats there for uh, the Jaguars. While you're looking at that, I mean, run defense to me through two games has been a lot on the edge guys too. Like, yeah, especially the first game. Tuska can't hold his own. You know, I think Avery's a good player, but yeah. I don't want him taking on tackle blocks time and time again. I thought he actually did. Some... I thought he had a good game. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, and, and he rushed the pass. That was promising. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but Travis Atn averaged three point six yards a carry. Yeah, you can live with that. It's fine, right? Yeah. he's an explosive, good player. He had one ten yard run. So on his other uh, seven runs, he had nineteen yards. You can mm-hmm. live with that all day long. You can live with that all day long. Yeah. By the way. Again, I, I, I always like to at least mention the opponent. Trevor Lawrence played very, very well. He made a cut. Those couple of those throws that he made were were high level Advanced throws. That, level, yeah. But you know what? They he were was a little off for the first series yeah. or so, and then he got real comfortable. Uh, I'm listening to uh, Jaguars radio on the drive back to my okay. to my uh, hotel Saturday night, and they're talking about Trevor Lawrence's issues getting the ball into into the end zone in the red zone. He said, "You know, he looked. Yeah, he looked okay out there. He looked good, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen any of those wow moments from from uh, Trevor Lawrence." He said, "Really, the only wow moments we saw in this game were from Kenny Pickett." <laughs> so uh, there was a big. I guess I could hear understand yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you're number one overall pick. You're expecting you expect him to make you know the the one throw that he made over Sutton. Mm-hmm. That oh, Sutton, that's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was another one later in the game. I couldn't tell who the defender was. Uh, but I think it was one of the linebackers. It might have been Jack. Uh, he put the, did the same thing, put it right over yeah. the linebacker to, to drop throws. it in. Yeah, I thought he was really advanced with 
seeing a blitz and then throwing it in the, the void or reading blitz pre-snap, switching to a run and running right at it, yeah. you know, those type of things, getting them in the right plays, in and out of the huddle, knowing where to go with the football. And if he'd have been a little sharper earlier, I mean, he's going to carve up a lot of defense. He is. You know, he, he, is. he looks a lot better in year two. I know. The, um, you know, I was I was keeping track of when the Steelers went to their dime defense, mm. and uh, they mixed it up. They went dime, you know, with with man. They went dime with zones, and it didn't seem to affect him a whole lot. No, his comfort level and giving him a couple NFL, you know, worthy receivers like Kirk, who they featured a little bit there yeah. too. I think will go a long way. You know that. You know, surrendering yards to this offense to me isn't the end of the world. I didn't think they got gashed. I mean, everyone's so give up focused six points, right? <laughs> and I can see where Jags fans would be like, "Man, you got to start converting in the red zone." But Steelers—that's why they won the game because yeah. of red zone and things like that. Hurry up, you know, two minute that type of stuff. But they practice a lot. Yeah, I mean, the offensive line to me was a big uh, was a big downer. Um, would have liked massive. To, yeah, would have liked to have seen those guys take a, a big step forward. Now, I did talk to a couple of the guys in the locker room after the game, and they felt like they did take a step forward in terms of the communication. Good. Because um, there were some errors for sure in the Seattle game in right. terms of that I were got communication them, you got problems. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These can't were just happen anymore. These were situations this week where guys were just getting beat. Like Allen, the defensive end, Josh Allen, not the uh, Bills guy, is a very, very good player. Yeah. If he's alone on Dan Moore, he has an advantage. And, well, he beat up on Dan Moore. You yeah. know what I mean? Arden Key got him one time. Arden and, Key yeah. played really well, too. Who was a, a high draft pick. He's another one that would have been a first-round pick, except he had all kinds of off-the-field stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. But you're going to face these guys every week. I mean, we're not making excuses here. I, thought, but that's, I actually thought Akorafor did a nice job on the other side against uh, Walker. Walker, yeah. I thought he was the best of the group, to be honest. And Mason Cole, I didn't think, was Cole terrible. Cole was all right, yeah. The guard play still baffles me a little bit. I mean, they're struggling there. I thought Green was the worst of the guys that are in the starting mix. Yeah, and uh, well, today uh, Kevin Dotson took back over as the sole left I guard. I think that's the right move. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they were they were wishful thinking. They would have liked Green. for Green to to win that job. Yeah, um, you know, Dots, the athleticism's there and all that. Yeah, but it's too many mistakes, and that that performance was bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he he got whipped a couple of times. It would just you can't happen. No, can't happen. So, I actually think that's promising. If they're just going to stick with dots and as long as he's on the field, got to stay healthy. That's that's the knock on him. But I'm not sure that's his fault, of course. And if he can stay well, healthy, I, I think you'll have a solid left guard. The healthy the the stuff about his health is one thing. Um, you know, he even talked about it earlier in this training camp. How he, he maybe didn't necessarily take his rehab quite as seriously as he should yeah, have last year. So. That's a big no-no. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. But he's young, and hopefully he learns. I still have a massive hope for James Daniels, too, but it's been a struggle. Um, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, and I always have, have I always hesitate to talk about assistant coaches because I've been in buildings and understand their value and understand how hard it is to analyze them from afar. But I think you got to you know throw some – some concerns about the O-line coach, too. You know, I mean, they've their technique is sloppy. Nobody seems to be getting better. But this is a big-picture project, too. We knew yeah. this was not going to be a quick fix. I mean, I need to see progress, though. And I don't know who's to blame, but I'm not seeing guys getting better. I, bl- I always blame the players in that situation. If you're yeah. not getting better, you're professional. Yeah. It's yeah. your job to get better. It's your job to do your job. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to do your job, you're not going to be around very long. So I— you know, people always well. This offensive line, that that coach, this coach, that coach. Look, 
if the players, if the message isn't getting sinking into a player, as, as Chuck Nolan once said, I'm not here to motivate you. No, motivation should never be a that should never job. be an issue. So uh, you know, I when I talked to uh, when I talked to James Daniels after the game, he said he said you know we all have to get better in our technique. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were we were too sloppy out here today. So I think I don't think motivation is a problem. I with think, the, the players. Though. I, I think maybe you spend so much time the past week working on your communication. Mm-hmm. That the other, you know, so it's, it's you're know, you're putting fingers in the dike out there yeah, trying to stop yeah. leaks. So all right, we got to work on this this week. We got to really really focus in on the communication and communicate, communicate, communicate. Have that beaten into like your head. Like placement slips. Yeah, or, you know, because right. I didn't think that was a problem in the first game as much. Not as much. No, I, I think technique was worse in this game. They also played a much better opponent. If communication and some continuity starts to become less of a problem for them that'll go a long way I mean, yeah. just in itself you know it, it, and you know coach calls it popcorn but you're definitely seeing that with some of this line too is four out of five are fine yeah and, and, but it's not always the same guy and it's not always the same problem you know yeah. it's it's a whack-a-mole situation which i think gives you more or less hope i mean if it was one player that's just terrible you could replace you just him. replace him yeah right and in this situation though but if four of the five and it's a different four every time are doing their job well at least i've seen that they can all do their job yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean well and you know the other thing that, that goes back to the uh to the game scheming mm-hmm. process of this all right if you see dan moore's having trouble at left tackle you give him some help. Gentry's going to be there. Yeah, or, so you know, right, we right. saw actually the Jaguars actually did that on the right side with T.J. Watt when he was in there. Oh, I think the only once, time once they, they gave up, the, was, yeah, once they gave up the sack, sack it's yeah. like okay, the next time he's getting tripled. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just how it goes. But because you don't want your quarterback to get killed, of course, of course. <laughs> and, and you know, I was just on the air with Mark Madden, and he, you know, he kind of asked, "Do we overreact to preseason games?" Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 the short answer is yes. I mean, yes, you'd like to see those guys win more one-on-one battles, but Gentry probably would have been next to more every snap if yeah. that was, you know, a live action. You know, or you got Najee Harris in the background when you're dropping back to pass, and who's always the quarterback's left. Yeah, yeah and, you he, know, and right. he picks up, the, chips yeah. him, and then he goes, you know, right. I mean, so there's things that you can do, right? And so. My hunch, and you may know better than me, being down there and close to the team, we want to see more one-on-one. We don't want to help him. You know, I want to put out as much tape, you know, good or bad, where he's going against a high-quality opponent so I can evaluate it for the regular season. Right, so you know what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of brings me to Joe Haig. Like, I feel like Haig, and to a lesser degree, LeGlue and Hassenhauer, like their grade never changes. Like, I know exactly who those dudes are. I don't need to throw Hague in there as a replacement because he's going to give me C to C minus level play every time, and that consistency is great. I want more to learn. I want more re- more reps of more that I can evaluate, and I think that that's why you didn't see Hague. And if he's a problem, I think you could see Hague replace him, but that's a long way away. Yeah, I think we're a ways away from that. Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility. 
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 